0: aka sleeve rogers sleeve rogers hey sleeve rogers graduation is here in june
1: by the way i want to get crunk too no and turn you can't get turned i'm getting crunk, crunk and turned all in the same i don't night. know
0: what those terms mean welcome to the board game snobs podcast critically harsh reviews with a touch of class All right. Welcome back to part two of our top 10 here at BoardGameSnobs.com. Hey, we still
1: got that? Sort of.
0: (laughs) Follow us on the Twitter, the Facebook, the LinkedIn, but mainly the Instagram. That's what I'm talking about. Or go to our gear. We want to
1: break 1,000. We want to break. We
0: have broke 1,000. 1K. We have broke 1K. We did? We did.
1: You didn't post that we broke a thousand on our posts i don't do
0: that type no. of thing I, I might i'm well no we're not doing that because that's very cliche it's incestual I, I, what <laughs> incestual
1: yeah to post about our posts in- the post oh i'm oh sorry yeah? sorry come on my mind was in the gutter as usual incest <laughs> well that's where it that's, comes from but it's just like you know is that where that comes from i don't from?
0: know <laughs> uh last yeah okay Mm. hey quick question go ahead I have a quick answer do you know will Wheaton not personally I I'm saying a lot I'm, well there's a lot of things
1: I'm not gonna say about will Wheaton you know he's like uh, many people say he's critical to board gaming he's critical to what board gaming like board gaming getting board gaming out there tabletop? You never watched a tabletop on YouTube. Come on. Uh, be honest. One time. Yeah. Uh, there you go. I appreciate not, your honesty. I was not I appreciate impressed. your honesty. What did uh, they play when you watched?
0: Uh, X-Wing, and they played it wrong, and he blamed his producers for teaching it wrong. Oh, so, so. go ahead. So you're
1: not a fan of Will. Uh, no, I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I just. <laughs> uh, he, uh, I watched several episodes of Tabletop with Okay, Wheel. go ahead. we When proud. I first got into gaming, I watched Ice Tower. I watched Will Wheaton on Tabletop. <laughs> Okay. I looked up his uh, net worth. Now, I'll, remember, this is Wesley Crusher. This yes, is, of of the Next Generation fame from season the dude one to from four. From Stand by Me, a classic eighties film, which he probably got twenty bucks to play in. This uh, is also the guy from Tabletop, which is a he's on show. He's on lots of stuff on the internet. Yes, he goes to lots of comic cons okay if not all of them well, that's impressive guess his net worth uh he is he's a billionaire because he's
0: <laughs> he's he's he sold all of his uh his his yes. shoes that he wore during next generation <laughs> to people and they bought his it i don't pump know pump up nikes from Just Pump Up back back the future back to the future i don't know what what Come,
1: give me a reasonable guess. He
0: million, uh, $100 million. Oh,
1: my God. 500000 Now, when you say his net worth, that is his <clears throat> current. There is a celebrity net worth. Now, I keep wanting to say albeit, but that is not, that's the term. I mean, I guess you could say albeit, it's not necessarily correct, but it seems to be pretty close. to like the standard most people go by. Wesley Crusher. He wasn't... Ma- $500,000. He, he wasn't
0: banking it on the next generation. Well,
1: uh, he squandered it He somewhere. was no Michael Dorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, Brent- he, uh, Michael Dorn. Let me look up his you net worth up- right here. Michael Dorn, celebrity net worth four million. Well, okay. So you have four million, Michael Dorn does. Here's the thing with Michael Dorn, though. Are you ready he for doing? Michael Dorn? Let What's me tell you to? what Michael Dorn. Tell me. He's gonna wear some snazzy hats in these pictures. Number
0: one, Michael Dorn was in all of the seasons of Next Generation. That's and true. then when they desperately needed him on Deep Space Nine, he went back. And right. then he was in all the movies. So you know he got some Whoa. cash for all the movies. Yeah. And then he did voice acting. Michael Dorn has done a lot of different voice
1: acting. Wesley Crusher, Will Wheaton He reads lots of books on Audible. And he does a good job. You could do that for free. I could read a book on Audible. I'm sure he gets paid. Who wants to
0: hear Wesley Crusher? He does good. When I
1: I listened to... What's that movie with all the super 80s references that came out last year? Uh, Player One. Very good. I'm glad you knew that. Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Wesley Crusher read that book to me. (laughs) (laughs) As I lay in bed, I I heard his voice. I was was like, uh, 500,000? That's like, I expected at at least least a million.
0: How much money do you think it's worth to read a book into a microphone?
1: I don't know, but I'll take it. Whatever it is. If it'll get me 500,000 to me, a lot of money to a. TV actor, TV actor since his youth? He's not TV actor since his use. He didn't make a lot of he money. He made a movie. Stand by me like an eighties classic. All right. First off, let me... all of them dudes with him. O'Donnell. Who, who was the other dude? He's an that? actual actor. Uh, let me. Are le- you saying Wesley Crusher is not actual? I'm going on record. Let me saying see who that. else. Okay, Jerry Ryan. Just FYI, thirty million. The Borg lady. Yes. Yeah. But she's related to somebody. She's
0: related to Mister Ryan. Who is a producer or director or something of that nature? is don't isn't he? know. But let me just let me just lay down some lay down some knowledge on you, Mister. Chris O'Donnell is not who I was looking
1: for. Mister. Cinephile, Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> he's raking in
0: on that CSI. <laughs> he's the uh, Robin guy. CSI- What's that guy's
1: name? That's Chris O'Donnell. No, the kid from Stand by Me. I don't know. He was that fat kid, but now he's skinny and like good looking. I don't know. Don't oh, know.
0: Here's one for you. As, as a cinephile, you should know this. Okay. Like one of the like. If you're an actor and you're unionized for movies, like they only pay you very oh, little know. money, like fifty grand. Maybe. Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> not Chris O'Donnell. So like fifty thousand dollars plus your agent plus all that, you're not making a lot of especially
1: money for kids.
0: Being an actor, especially like the lead actors on like Law and Order, are only making like a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year, not an episode.
1: I know, but. And so Wesley you get Crusher. big time, Wesley like Crusher big Bang back in 89, 90. Chris O'Donnell, worth $25 million.
0: Where Wesley did he go hasn't right? Done and Wesley went anything. wrong.
1: Wesley hasn't been in anything. No, Chris O'Donnell did Sliders. Okay. Wesley Crusher did Star Trek. Star Trek is way he bigger than Sliders. He wasn't in Star Trek, but for a few seasons. And he wasn't a critical character. Jerry
0: was a critical character in Sliders. There you go. Plus,
1: there's syndication. I'm just saying that Wesley... I'm not saying Wesley... But he's also at every Comic-Con. He's made... So what? He's in Big Bang Theory. Oh, please. For like three episodes. Three episodes. They probably paid him. I
0: was just... They got him a room at the La (laughs) Quinta and and a -a rent-a-car and let him show up. I was just
1: surprised to see Will Wheaton had... Not as much money as I would have Does thought it, he had. why don't you start a GoFundMe for your well, friend? He's got Will. more than I do, Mister Wheaton.
0: We're so What's sad. my net worth? What I'm is your net worth? For- <laughs> Plus, that's his net worth. That's how much cash he has now in his assets. It's not how much he makes a that's year. What he's got right in his next. wallet. But yeah. So you don't know what Will's got going
1: on. Let's Will's banking. Nice. Oh, let me say, okay. The other girl that I can think of is the geek and sundry girl. Yeah. What's her name? Felicia. <laughs> Look at you! Oh, what? I, I well, you talk all the time, and sometimes I do. Felicia Day. Felicia Day. Can Who, we see her net worth I don't worth know.
0: Is. Her net worth is probably not that much. She's just.
1: I wonder how often she deals with by Felicia. By Felicia. Who started that? That was all Friday. The movie. Oh, that's right. Felicia Day's net worth: one million. Okay, so she has more money than Will. She got twice as much money as Will. <laughs> Let me say this. She and is, she has created all of that Geek and Sundry but stuff. But she's four times more important I than would, Will to the board gaming community. I would think that would be. There is lots of board gaming stuff on Geek and Sundry. How much they is got Tom that Critical Bad? Row podcast. Huh? That Critical Row podcast? What about it? <laughs> you just refuse to acknowledge any other
0: podcast. I'm not, I don't know who you speak of. Uh, only other podcast I listen to is Mike
1: Rowe. Okay, Tom Vassell net worth?
0: <laughs> How it was who's who? Who are you talking about? I
1: know he's worth at least two hundred thousand.
0: Uh, Mike,
1: why are we what this? This podcast okay.
0: is about board he games. He doesn't pull up on network. Board games and other things. Right now, we've been focused on the other things. I'd like to move on to the board games right, if let's you don't mind. Do we
1: thank you for entertaining. Is our, there any pressing board game news that we need to acknowledge?
0: Uh, I hear. Oh, that. Uh-huh. This is what I hear. This is what I hear. We look around real this quick, make I sure hear. nobody's listening. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. But I hear. Are you ready for this? i Wingspan. Uh-oh. It's getting a reprint. Wait, what'd you say? Wingspan's getting a reprint. Oh, my God. <laughs> my number five, where well, we left off last week, just to give you a heads up. Last Let me week, recap real quick. My number 10 was Barony. My number nine was Modern Art. My number eight was Vidiculture. My number seven was Lords of Vegas. My number six was Godfather. Gabby, what was yours?
1: My number 10 was Brass, Birmingham. Mm -hmm. My number nine, High Society. Mm -hmm. Number eight, Mombasa. Mm -hmm. Number seven, Barony. Mm -hmm. Number six, Anachrony. I like them all. My number five last year, and I say this last- So our only crossover. Did we have any crossover? We had no crossover. Barony. Barony. That was our only crossover.
0: Last year, my number five was a game called Viticulture. Viticulture fell to number eight this year. Not that I, it's a great game. Number eight's it's great. Uh, Vidiculture is an excellent game. My number five this year is new to my list. It is Wingspan, new, an excellent game. Number five is a game that I poo Is that a term that you use all the time? Poo haw? Poo haw. Poo. Pooed. Poo pooed. I don't know. I hate that term. It sounds <laughs> stupid. I did not. Like it. If it's a game you poo-pooed, it should be your number two. You liked it. You bought it. You talked about it. I took it home and learnt it, and then declared what an excellent game it is. <laughs> I like it two-player.
1: I'm curious.
0: Yokohama.
1: What? what? Yes. Are oh you my? kidding me? Yokohama. Wow.
0: Here's why I like Yokohama. Yokohama. New to your list. New to my list. Yokohama. I don't like it with more players. I like it with just two players. Have you played it
1: more than two player?
0: Ah, Yes, I did it one time. I set up a dummy player. How dare you. And I didn't like it. Yokohama. It is a game of... It is worker placement. You're setting out your assistants in these little areas. But the more assistants you have in the area, when you take that action, the more powerful the action is. You're collecting certain resources to fulfill orders. You're collecting certain resources to... Uh, run you up on these tracks. It's very themeless, but it's very entertaining. And you have to think so far ahead in what you're doing. And there are multiple paths to victory. That's what sold me on it. It's very tight with the scoring, multiple paths to victory. Please check it out if you are a Euro gamer. What about
1: Yokohama Duel?
0: Uh, I wasn't too interested in it. Is that a Kickstarter? It is a Kickstarter. It was the two-player version of Yokohama. I really think that Yokohama as a whole is is better just two player maybe three player but
1: yokohama yokohama is my number five love it. a two to four player by tasty minstrel 7.9 on bgg mm-hmm. Highly designer respected. hasashi hayashi i like hasashi hayashi uh that's the only game i know he's made uh yeah i concur with you i almost put yokohama on my list i love it as well your number five last year Oh, so you're moving on okay. it was ti4
0: which i think okay. last year i TI4. Gave, gave you let's discuss ti4
1: ti4 we uh, played it, one time yes that's so all. that's okay <laughs> so you number. we f- wanted to play it again but we didn't get a chance to and do. we tried very hard to But TI4 is so difficult. we have lives. It's so difficult. I have times. So TI4 fell off my list. Wow. So what is it now? That may have been a, a victim of... TI4 was a... For me, I was like, oh, we just played it. I love this game. It was awesome. But we haven't played it since, and I've tried to be more reasonable since. What's
0: your number five now,
1: sir? Well, number five now, another game I have not played in a while, but I do remember my love and passion for this game, and it is one of the most fun or funnest, however you want to use that term, Okay. X-Wing. X-Wing was your number three last year. Yes. It's come up.
0: It's all the Star Wars fervor what got you going. Three to five. All
1: right.
0: I'm going to say this right now. X-Wing, probably one of the most accessible miniature games out there. Base game is pretty cheap. You can buy it, try it out, go down the rabbit hole, spend as much money as you want on it. It is a pain to set up. It it's is very a pain. difficult to set There's up. a second edition out that has an app. I bought all the upgrade stuff. It is a... It's,
1: it's It's a chunk of money to, to, to again, staying in this that's game. A, it's dropped a few spots. It's dropped a few spots. Just,
0: I like X-Wing. Once it's we start enjoyable. playing,
1: it is... One of the most fun games I play. It's just dice rolling, fighting, dog fighting, shooting, blasting. You got Han Solo versus whoever. I love X-Wing. And I still to this day remember. And I remember how much I love this game. And how exciting it is. So therefore, its influence is still felt in my top ten and it's one of the more different games in my top ten. I have leaned heavily towards Euros. Euro. This is a I it, a merit
0: trash. That's a dice chucking game, but there is trash. It's just it's a miniature game and it's literally
1: one that only it's the
0: only miniature game I like. It's not in my top ten. I like it. I like it a lot. I love it. I should like it. I own it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got lots of stuff I for it. I got lots too. of
0: stuff for it. That's X Wing Miniatures. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Mandalorian?
1: Oh, very good! It I, I listen to a, a podcast called Slash Film. They discuss things in great detail. They're like in the business, and there is. Uh, they just had the Disney. Disney had their like big mm-hmm. where they like their event. Yeah, their event. They showed the Mandalorian, and there's if you go on YouTube, you can see like where somebody like screen like I shot something for their I phone. Watched it. They say it's very cinematic, especially for a TV show, even more so than like Netflix or anything else. They're like, this looks like a movie made into a TV series. Mm-hmm. And the action is great. The story great. It's got the guy from apparently Game of Thrones, Pablo. Is that the guy? The guy I- that apparently, I was just listening to this podcast. They said the mountains crushed his head. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, he's the Mandalorian. So he's flat-headed, though. Well, I mean, that's just in the Game of Thrones. The real actor's still got his full head. Okay. But he's the Mandalorian. Apparently, it is looking really good from Jon Favreau. And apparently, lots of directors have had their input in, like, all the different series. Looks really, really good. Well, it needs it, because, uh, Skywalker's Uh, not looking that great to me. Wait, what? What? Rise of Skywalker? Nah. No, okay. Do not, you think this question, Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. The Rise of Skywalker, not the Rise of a Skywalker, not the Rise of the Skywalker. I have heard, and this makes sense to me. No, here's the deal. I'll stop you right the there. The Rise of Skywalker could be a new Jedi religion. Well, if uh, I dislike Star Wars lore.
0: Somebody How can, can you li- dislike Star Wars lore? Because there's people that write books and fan fiction, yes, and, and they're awesome all, books. Some of them are out there. Some of them are good. Some of them are canon. Are you ready for this? Somebody can dun,
1: dun, 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 dun.
0: somebody can write in and correct me. But Skywalkers back in the day were children that were able to navigate certain areas of space. Because of their abilities, like through their force sensitivities, and that's where the term or the name Skywalker came from. I don't know. I've never heard that before. It, well, you got to be into Star Wars. I guess you're not. Oh, you're too busy looking up Will Niner. Wheaton's
1: Whatever. <laughs> I have read many a EU book, and I've never heard well, that. Well, why don't you get on it, son? Did you read the Timothy Zahn trilogy?
0: The Timothy Zahn? Mm-hmm.
1: No. Heir to the Empire?
0: No. <sighs> okay. Whatever. 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 Anyways, your number five, Don't X-Wing. Me. My number four last year was Godfather, and Godfather was my number six this year. Not my number four, new to the list.
1: Uh-oh. Wait.
0: Lorenzo. Boom.
1: Oh, man! Yeah.
0: Number four, Lorenzo El Magnifico. I have not played the expansion. Don't know if it needs it. I will want it. But I want it.
1: But it's out of print.
0: Lorenzo El Magnifico. There's one on Kickstarter apparently that we missed out on. Is a worker placement game where you have also Engine Builder. It's fascinating because you roll these three dice. Those this dice thing. determine the worth of each player's three workers. And then you use those workers and place them in certain areas, certain towers to buy these cards, which are basically either adventures that you send your people on or property that you're that you're obtaining buildings and so forth and you're managing resources while building an engine the money and the resources are all very tight every move you make has to be calculated every move you make and it is oh well, it's my favorite euro Apparently
1: it's your favorite Euro
0: almost. So from here on out, almost it's my favorite okay. Euro, okay. almost my favorite Euro because technically get... these other ones, Lorenzo is probably one of the best Euros to have come out within the past. this is 2017? It was released, I believe 2018, I uh, probably one of the best love Lorenzo. It was popular for a hot second, went away. Everybody should give it a try. It's somewhat difficult though.
1: It is. It's a thanker. It is, it reminds me a lot of brass and yes. that aspect. Like you have to think several steps ahead because whatever is there might not be available. This is true. In the future. This is true. It can be said a lot year years. Number four for you, last. My number four for La- last year: Whitechapel. Whitechapel. Which is hide and seek for adults. Love that, that don't have game. anything better to do. Love Whitechapel. It's is exciting. It, okay. It's is it on fun. your list now? It's not on my list anymore. (laughs) It fell off your list? Oh, I love Whitechapel. I do! But But not enough. Not enough, apparently. Not enough. My number four. This is amazing. Is it new? The exact same game as yours. Lorenzo? Lorenzo. We love Lorenzo. Also, my number four. We love Lorenzo.
0: Why do you love Lorenzo?
1: I love a game that requires me... To think ahead Why? Is thinking ahead my uh, uh (laughs)
0: Obviously not (laughs) As you've just demonstrated
1: (laughs) I'm not good at thinking ahead But I love games that require you to do so Because If you don't think ahead Then you're not going to do well No truer (laughs) statement Has ever been uttered I mean, it's not just, it's not completely tactical, it's strategical, so you have to have Strategical. You have to, is that a word? (laughs) Just go ahead. You have to think several steps ahead. I'm enjoying this. Lorenzo. So you're going to pick these cards from these several towers that are up top. If you choose those, you have to have what's necessary to pay for it. To get what's necessary to pay for it, you have to get that from the bottom half of the board. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, it could have used another card from the top that helps you from the... It, just, it, it feeds back and forth very well. And I love that in this game. And it's, it's very smooth. It's very tight. You can't go to the same tower twice without paying a penalty. It's just uh, me and you both love very restrictive games.
0: Yes. Because design de- as a whole, designing something of that nature is about restriction. It's about doing something within restrictions. Go right. Ahead.
1: And so like these games have come out like great Western or Western legends or whatever that is. Zaya legends of a drift system or something. Mm-hmm. They call these sandbox games where where basically you can do whatever you want, however you want, whenever you want. I don't know. That's called indecisiveness. And that's what Jerry says. So I'm like, hmm, we I haven't played what have we played a what you would call a sandbox game? There's been a few. Uh, Defenders of the Last Stand was kind of a the
0: sandbox game. That's more like a big pandemic. It's like a big pandemic, and then you got like Wasteland Express, which was a pickup and deliver. But they have yeah. this. They always have this thing about it's. It's not sandbox. It's, I, it's more of they do what you want to do yeah. within this area, but an actual sandbox game. I don't think we've ever really played too awful much on one of those. Now
1: we might have to play one, but I like a game where it's very clear what I have to do. If I want this card, I need this. To get that, I have to do this. So then you have to plan out within those terms three steps in advance. Correct. I like that. And it's very difficult. It's very tight. It's tough. Lorenzo's like that. Brass is like that. There's several games like that. It's super simple. You place your dude in a spot and do that action. But within that... Where does that come in those stages of what you need to get to those victory points you need? Lorenzo is like that. It's amazing. We love Lorenzo. From our favorite designers,
0: Simone Luciani.
1: Simone, moving up on our books.
0: We love the guy. All right, so last year, getting into our top three now. What are you talking about? My last year's top three, my number three last year was Barony. Barony was my number 10 this year, so Barony dropped. Lorenzo's,
1: Barony's dropped. Quite a deal. Would you say that's just because of lack of play?
0: That and there's been other games that have just moved up that okay. are just better to I me, that they provide a different experience, a better experience to me. Uh, but Barony still an excellent game, obviously. My number three is new to the list. Anachrony. Oh.
1: I think a, <laughs> so Enrique had a very...
0: Enrique had an influence on me. Enrique influence? Anachrony for a Kickstarter game from not a huge publisher... Relatively new designers, the, Mind same, clash. the same guys that did Tricarion, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and Cerebria. And Cerebrium. Anachrony is an excellent worker placement. Utilizing different workers, restricting the players and their decisions of where they're going out to get resources to build up their little clan that's trying to survive this apocalyptic event. At the same time, it takes the twist of a worker placement of... This little things that it does, for instance, you can build these buildings that give you bonuses or let you travel back in time. That's a, that's a very neat mechanic to where I can take a benefit now, but later in some other round, I have to be able to send that item back into time or there's going to be an, a, 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 an anomaly the idea of having various different workers that some are better at certain things. So you get a bonus if you put this worker here or some workers can't even go into this spot, but then your workers get tired. So you have to provide them water to either waterboard them or refresh them or whatever it is. Anachrony is the hold top worker placement on my list. Oh really? It is the top worker placement. Worker placement used to be not one of my, was not your number three. It's my number three. I love anachrony. Especially I, after you painted. After I painted, it just went up. It's just one of those, Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Ask me a question.
1: Peter Patter. Do let's get at her. Do components influence your enjoyment of a gun? Yes, but they do not influence
0: their position on this list. Uh tactically, because that's what we're dealing with when we're playing with a with a Board game. It's the tactile senses. It's moving stuff around, and the irritation that comes from having too many bits and pieces that you know scattered about well, or not, just poor quality can take you know. away. The same is well, true. is
1: about metal coins. Yeah, metal they, coins.
0: They add to the game. The same is true when you have a game that has miniatures or
1: various other things that 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 add to the feel of the game. Do you think you would enjoy Anachrony without those minis? Yes. Yes. As much. Yes. I do like the minis they add to the aesthetics, but the overall
0: experience, what I like about Anachrony is, now, soapbox coming out here. Gored
1: head. M- most people. Wouldn't
0: are, be a podcast without your soapbox. Most people are not going to be that same way, because most people are going to be caught up in the idea of,
1: I'll, I, 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 Component. and the components. Uh, can I, can cringe, I say something before you get on your cringe. soapbox? Cringe. Go ahead. Before you get on your soapbox, I will back you up on your soapbox without your soapbox, but for your soapbox. Okay. We played Orleans. I bought some upgraded components for Orleans, which were terrible, <laughs> but it was upgraded components. They were not great. The only thing I wanted upgraded, I was thinking about those. Now they have like those plastic discs that are like thick. Yeah. That are your players. Mm-hmm. Kind of want those. But we, no, but this is for you. I'm I'm a pro you, so don't attack me just yet. Because we don't like our Orleans, do we? Go ahead. So I bought these upgraded components for Orleans from Meeple Source. And there's like it's the hay, it's the wine, right. it's the wheat. They look better, but they replace the little cardboard chits, mm-hmm. basically you hated them hated them you hated them i was like well jerry how are you gonna hate my upgrades jerry hated them it wasn't an upgrade
0: why it was downgrade how because the spots on the board where those chits are supposed to go are squared <laughs> they covered an area it was intuitive you just
1: lay the hay you on there lay
0: the hay on there but it looked odd it okay. looked odd. It, okay. it, you took a 2D representation of a map that's supposed to have iconology on there, and you replaced
1: it with a 3D model. Oh, anybody, very good. That's very good. What it, you just said? Yeah, it was good. Very good. Anybody who does <laughs> I user I can't compliment you, and then you say, yeah, it was very good. It was good. You're supposed to be modest. I'm not modest. <laughs> you know that by now. If I'm anything, I'm unmodest. I understand that. And I have, there's Yokohama pieces on... Top shelf gamer that right. are amazing. It's like a fish and silk and wine and all this other stuff. I really want those they're, they're not an upgrade. But they don't match they the don't spaces match. on They the don't match the game. spaces.
0: They don't add to the aesthetics. In Anachrony. So
1: would you say coins are your number one thing?
0: Coins are. In Anachrony, the miniatures replace the little discs. And we, they fit almost. And they fit. Spots. They add to it. They're all in connection you can with the Put artwork. those little dudes right on top. That's the best oh, thing, thing awesome. is that you put your workers in the actual oh, mech. That's so awesome. Yeah. Loved it. S- somebody thought that out. Yes. Somebody thought that out. Somebody designed the mech. They added it to it. You, you don't need the mech to play the game. You don't need the mechs to enjoy this that game. That is freaking awesome if but you do. If you buy Anachrony, I would suggest buy the game, play the base game, enjoy the
1: base game, and when you really like it, then go get the minis. Okay. Question Go. Top shelf has pieces for anachrony. What are they? That replace the cores instead no. of just the disc. No. It's an actual core like no. looking piece. 3D piece. I don't care. Okay. Don't care. I don't So mean- top don't. shelf and Meeple Source do nothing for you. No, no, absolutely not. Other than money. What about if I buy the metal coins for Yokohama? I've already bought metal coins for Gates of Lil
0: Yang and trust me, trust me. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Why do you have to buy metal coins, metal coins for every single game? Oh, I buy it. one big bag of metal coins and But transfer these it from are Yokohama no, specific. They're no, they're not. No, well, they're not. You can buy coins that are singular denominations and make them what you want. That is just how they get but you. But these got have
1: them. like Asian symbols on them.
0: I have but got a bag of coins that have Asian symbols you do? coming fruit for, for Gates of Lil Yang that I will use for games. Okay, well, game, bring them. That I will use for bring them, any please. other game.
1: It's, okay. it's pointless. It's no, pointless. I, I know. It's pointless. If you have them for one game, it's pointless. please bring them for the it's next. It's
0: pointless. That's my number three, Yokohama. If you are in, it's. suck no anachrony i'm sorry anachrony is my number three i'm sorry you got me you got me confused anachrony, anachrony, anachrony.
1: is amazing amazing number three
0: last so we year, have crossover on that one anachrony my number six number three last year was your
1: x-wing which has come down what is your number three now sir uh a game that has been mentioned it is ameritrash it is gambling it is fun it is dice chucking it has moved up it wasn't exponentially on my, my list. list at all no
0: you like Lords of Vegas
1: that we much. have played it recently and i was like i cannot deny how fun no. this game is no, it's lords great. of vegas lords of vegas is awesome you don't
0: need the expansion there's an expansion out no
1: Lord. jerry bought the expansion
0: we had it we played it doesn't We're add like, nothing mm, to it doesn't really have much <laughs> nah, to nah, it no don't need the expansion lords of vegas
1: is readily available it is one of the better board games it is. It is. Okay. It's fun. Board gaming for me and Jerry is fun no matter what we play. If it's brass, if it's super thinking, we're, we're sitting there. We might not even talk that much during the game, but we're thinking. We're like, oh, my God. What am I going to do? I need to think three spaces ahead. Oh, he just messed me out of this. What am I going to do? And it's just amazing. Lords of Vegas is just pure fun fun it does yeah it's just fun because if we have our casinos you're trying to expand those casinos you can do that in a number of ways it's negotiation there's negotiation involved I love. even if you're bad at negotiation which i am there's bad. i may have a spot that he desperately needs so he has to negotiate with me it's cutthroat it's oh, a lot Lords of Vegas. It's, as
0: ra- it's random as all get out. But and, and quite frankly, I know I enjoy this game because I can't tell you who's won it. I don't care if I win or lose. You have a fun I'll time. tell you. I don't care about that. Nobody cares. I'll tell you. Uh, but Lords of Vegas is just an awesome, awesome experience. Actually, the last time.
1: game I won. Oh, remember that? <laughs> <five> my <minutes. laughs> It went up. It went up. I, I love it. We played one one, two, three. We played a five player game of Lords of Vegas. Yeah. It was Is that miss. with the
0: expansion? Yeah. Expansion knocks up the five. Yeah.
1: And it, it was just craziness. Okay. But it's 29, 26, 20, 20, 16. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty, very close. It was 16 every game. Uh, actually, it was Mike. Oh, Mike yeah. Mike. Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Lords of Vegas, one of the most fun games you can play. Number two last year
0: for me. Is a game that is not on my list. I've had a lot of fall off my list. This game was one that I dearly love. I still dearly love it. It is getting a reprint. I'm not sure that the reprint is necessary. I don't. I, I, I'm ambivalent about it. It is a Eurogamers space game. It is Eclipse. Oh my God! I loved Eclipse last. Now this is my on number two last year was Eclipse. Your number two is your number two this year? No, it's not.
1: Wait. Oh, it, it completely you fell were
0: off. Sa- it completely fell off Oh, my list. wow. So it went from being number your two. Your number two is zero. Gone. It's gone. Gone into the ether. It's not because I don't love it. It's just because. Hold on. Let me say Hold on. Go ahead. Talk. It's just because we haven't gotten, we haven't been able to play it very much. But I still love Eclipse. It's still well respected. But that's, it's, it's just not my number two. It fell off. My is num-
1: your number two. Is it, it's not, is it a worker placement? Uh, no, my last worker placement was not accurate. Is it 878? Eight, eight?
0: No. My number two is going to cause you some dismay. Oh my gosh, hold on. It's going to cause you some irritation. Is it? Is it new from last nope, year? Nope, it's not. It's not from last so year? I was on the list last year. My number two, are you ready for it? Go ahead. Game okay. of Thrones. Oh. Game of Thrones was my number your, one.
1: Your number one has been usurped
0: already. It has been usurped. Game wow. of Thrones has been my number one game for quite some time. It is an area control. Before we made our list. Before we even made our list. Uh, it is an area control negotiation game. I love negotiation games. Game of Thrones. I'm not a fan. I I, I love Game of Thrones. Never had watched any of the episodes. Don't know nothing about it. It was just a negotiation game. That was a medieval theme that you sat down and whoever talked their way into victory was the one who won it. I love the expansion of Feast for Crows that makes the four-player game uh reasonable. I have the expansion, the Mother of Dragons expansion that's supposed to add stuff. I haven't played it. We haven't, haven't used it, it, but I got it. It is unfortunately Game of Thrones is a five hour experience. Game of Thrones is not a game that I can recommend though to people because it is simply very difficult to learn a 40 very page, difficult forty page rule book with vast rules and errata on Board Game Geek, and it is a solid negotiation game. And so if you're not in negotiation, you just need to overlook it. But for me, Game of Thrones is an excellent game. I don't recommend it unless you are of that ilk, of that type, that you like to backstab
1: and to negotiate. the Game of Thrones we played, I actually hated it worse than I did the first time. Because you're just not a negotiator. I am not a negotiator. But Mike. But. Who had never played it. That's what irritated me. I like a game, and that's probably Euro-induced, but I like a game where... You win on skill.
0: Negotiation is a skill. Negotiation is a skill. Okay, I understand
1: that. So are you telling me Mike negotiated the best? He did. No. Yes, he did. He negotiated maybe two times no, that he, whole time no, he
0: positioned himself no well
1: no he allied
0: with me no and you kept attacking him. no and he, he happened
1: you. to be in the spot where no, we needed I'm not gonna he argue. hardly said anything the whole game sounds like your butt hurt no some of the i'm s- telling you the facts of this game the strongest
0: negotiators sometimes say the least <laughs>
1: Which is something. Okay. Well, then you should lose every time. I know. I said sometimes. <laughs> no. sometimes. Mike lost. Game Mike won of that Thrones game. is my Whatever. number two.
0: I can't recommend it to people though because of its niche. Last I will year, play it. I will enjoy it. But
1: as I last hate that year,
0: Gobby put a game on his list that's his number two that I highly suspect has fallen off and mm, fallen so far yeah. off. That he
1: gave me so much correct.
0: grief over that wasn't on my list. Scythe was his number two last year.
1: Scythe does not exist on my list this year. What, uh, I wonder why. Let me tell you what happened. You got, I played it again. You got You
0: got overwhelmed <laughs> by the beauty of Scythe and talked about how elegant it was. I loved Scythe. And you went around talking about the, Scythe. The Metal player. coins. Look at the miniatures. Oh, you painted them. And then finally, after months of negotiation of me trying to describe to you that this is not... Just let me know when you're done. It's a decent game. It's not great. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. interrupted. Oh, are you done? I'm done. I'm about time. Because you are with Scythe.
1: I am done with Scythe. Really? I'm not done done with Scythe. You have done Rise, Rise of, Skywalker, Fenris? Yes. I want to play that. I do too. Scythe is a wonderful game. It is very impressive the components are impressive if you have the kickstarter version i'm assuming i don't know jerry has a kickstarter version the player boards are impressive they work very smoothly it is a very
0: I'm, elegant how many times you gonna say impressive i'm glad you're elegant
1: sure shift gears impressive elegant. elegant game good the player board play is <laughs> very elegant <laughs> It's just not But great. it was boring. It's not great. No, it's a the, good the game. last time we played, okay, the first time I played, I was like, oh my God, I've never played a game like this before. The second time we played, I was like, oh my God, these components are so impressive. The third time I played, I was like, hmm. Your opening moves. The fourth time we played, I was like, you know what? These opening moves are very boring. Yes, the opening moves of the game are virtually the same the fifth time I played, I was like, ah, here we go. All right. So let's move these guys out here. Move these guys out here. Yeah, it's boring. Okay. And then we battle a little bit. Maybe I'm trying to get those stars out there. It's not exciting. It's
0: not exciting. Scythe is not exciting. That's not on the box. (laughs) It's not as scything. Very good. Scythe was never in my top 10. It was one that I've always never been hyped about it. I'd, kickstarted it, the original, when it first came out. I enjoy it. It's a decent game. It's a beautiful production. It's It doesn't deserve to be as high up on the BGG lists. Everybody praises it as being just the most awesome game ever,
1: and it's it's okay. No, It's good. So that was my last year's number two. And it's this We've year's... discussed that long enough. Oh, so you have a number two this it's year? It's not even on my list for this year. So what year is number... your number two? Are you done? My number two for this year is is one of the, we broke this out, we played it, and I was like, this is why I love worker placement Euro games. This game tickled my brain. Right off the bat, I was like, oh, this game is awesome. I love this game. Empires, Age of Discovery.
0: Oh, we played it
1: again. Yes, yes. I didn't
0: realize that was up high on your list. It
1: plays two to six We've played it from 2 to 6. It's got two different maps, but we played the one. The we whatever. like to c- colonize America. We're not it's pro just, co- colonization,
0: you have, though. We're, you we're not colonialists, but we do you, play games. You though.
1: have all those actions to choose from. You have all these little minis to use. You can... It's it's awesome. It
0: used to be Age of Empires three, and then it was reskinned uh, when they lost the license to Discoveries. And it's very expensive, and it can kind of be hard to come by. But it's, it's one of those games that if you get a chance to play it, you certainly should. It is it is an amazing Euro game. On to my number one. As I mentioned last year, my last year number one was Game of Thrones. It dropped to my number two. My number one this year, Gabi, if you would, please. Your number one this year, Gold West. Nope. Brass. Brass okay. brass is was a game that I I enjoyed for years. I really? Ne-
1: From zero
0: to number one. Well wow. no well, it was because of the reprint. I never exist. got to play it. I, I got understand. in on the Kickstarter okay. for Lancaster and Birmingham. I got you. It's an excellent reprint. I never thought I'd have people that would actually like playing brass because it was oh, kind of a heavier game. It's amazing. You guys it's love like it. Three pounds. We've played it and played it and played it. And I like Lancashire, Lancashire, whatever you want to call it, a little bit better than, than I do Birmingham. Either ones will do. If I had to pick one, there you go. Uh it's it's very thanky. And here's what I like about it. And this is the only, this is my last chance on my soapbox here. Brass has this neat element of not only having the money be very tight that you have to plan several steps ahead. It punishes you for for poor moves, and it rewards you for good moves. But more so, when you react to other players, that's where the game of brass becomes. You see that they're building certain industries that require coal. So you build coal so that they'll use your coal. When they use up all your coal off your coal mine, it flips and you get the points. You see that they're building uh, railways up north, and so you end up building things up north. So maybe they'll connect your railways to... Uh, the ports and you can ship certain items it's about working not only blocking your opponent but at the same time mm-hmm. w- utilizing their infrastructure yes. to gain you points and there's just so many ways The the player boards and the cards and lancashire has a the, the new reprint then- has a two-player board on the side back and it's great and the the So you're going Lancashire. I'm going with Lancashire over Birmingham. And Lancashire is... Although they're very similar. Very similar. But Lancashire is just such a great game. Uh, And it is a blanket recommendation for me. If you are a serious board gamer, you should at least give Brass a a try. Birmingham probably may be a little bit
1: more accessible. Either one. I mean, honestly... They're very identical except one is ports, one is beer. I remember playing Birmingham first, and then we played Lancashire. It's got the two player board. Then we've we've played Birmingham again just recently. Brass is brass. Either way, it's an excellent, excellent game. It's it's great,
0: and it's my number one, and it's one of those games that I think will stick around for a long time. I don't see it. There's no other experience quite like it that is well, both.
1: That's with the, the economy. deal. Economy like, and. The games that are most volatile to me are experience-type games. Right. They're going to be very volatile on a list, but games like that are worker placement, they don't excite you, but they're just such solid, solid games. are the same no matter what. They're going to be solids on your list throughout time. And that's that's brass. And that's why my number one is the same as it's always been, Viticulture. All right. What's your number one last year? It's my number one last year. It has not changed. I've soloed it. Me and Jerry have played it two-player. we played it several other ways. I really, I Especially like solo games. I've played this game. I don't know. It's my number one played game of all time on BGG Stats. Correct. It's not a game where you're, like, you're going to stand up and pump your fists and say, oh, yeah. Unless, until it comes to the final scoring, maybe. But it's just you enjoy the process of Planting your crops, harvesting your crops, getting your players. You don't know in game of what you got, if I'm gonna be able to fulfill these orders, if he's gonna block me. If I mean there are those little bit of contentious areas. But if you plan well, you know you're gonna do what you want to do. And that's what viticulture is to me. It's good. We've played it literally one to six players. It's good at it all counts. I love it as much as solo as I do six player. And the asterisk out there is with the Tus- Tuscany expansion. With the Tuscany expansion. Excellent. I love
0: that. Which is which is primarily the essential edition now.
1: Well, that's our
0: clickbait episode.
1: That's yeah. We're
0: finally done with this top 10. We said we were going to do it. I'm glad that we did it. And now that it's over, next week... Uh, we'll be gearing up for BGG.
1: See next week, so this will be out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so
0: we're gearing up for BGG here
1: soon. So we'll we're trying not... to have Enrique on the next one.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know about that kid. Anyways, follow us on Instagram. Thank you for listening.
1: This is the Board Snobs. Leave games us a review. Stops. Email Leave us, us. A review. Oh, Board Snobs at Gmail.
0: You can email us if you want to. I don't care. Yeah, you do. Whatever. Night. Good night. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.